I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. Right. I should probably caveat this episode, possibly the next one, for potentially being a bit shorter than normal. Because, well, we've spoken about my excursion, but it's imminent and we're colossally underprepared. Yeah, as usual, really. Yeah, So, but yeah. there will be car content, but it might not just be as jam-packed as usual. But there you go. Mm, well, let's see where we go. Well, that's it. We don't know. We're just, we're just, just treat it as some sort of grotty prenup or something like that. Um, uh, right. Is one thing. I, I was down memory lane the other day. Oh no. Uh, uh, do you remember? I mean, Harry Enfield was at the height of his fame. Yes. And off the back of it, they did the Kevin and Perry Go Large film. They did. I remember it well. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and I watched it. I watched it last week. Yeah, um, I do actually have a copy of it. Yes. And I, I you know what? I, I, there was that sort of hint of nostalgia. It got some, someone spotted it on a streaming service. And I went, oh, wow. That'd be like being a youth again, that. <laughs> Because yeah. I I loved it at the time. I was in it with banging tunes anyway. Um, and I thought, oh, I bet I'm going to watch this and just hate it. But no, I didn't. I absolutely loved it still. It is still good. It's very much of a time, isn't it? It, it is dated. I'll grant you that. But it's, yeah. still, it's still the nonsense that I can laugh at over and over as it turns out. I, I haven't watched it in year, I mean, years, maybe decades. Mm. Um, but it made me laugh a lot. I think it shows quite rightly so that you haven't grown as a person at all. Um, no, that's, that's it. Physically that's slightly the... larger. Um, in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, mentally no different from being, God, what would I have been at the time there? I'd have been really late teens when that came out. Okay, yeah, I'd have been a bit older than that. But Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah I, was, I was properly in my throwing shapes in club stage. You were sort of at the stage that they're at in it. Yeah, perhaps a little yeah. bit older than that. A little them. bit older than that, yeah. Um, just as pathetic. Um, oh, yeah, you yeah. haven't got any more of a clue than they have. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no still haven't. Still um, haven't, no. no. <laughs> However, I made an observation. And <laughs> yeah. granted, it wasn't a shrewd observation. It was staring you in the face. But we... You, when we watched Harry Enfield and Chums and Harry Enfield's TV program and all that that, that spawned these characters, yes, it was a sketch show. You it saw was a them ske- in, yeah. You okay. saw them in isolation, yes. Whereas the film shows you what goes on around them, yes, and it showed them living in a town, suburb, something like that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of nondescript, isn't it? Non-des- nondescript. Yeah. yeah, but what was what really made me chuckle, and there's a very good stuff and waffle reference in there. Um, when it <laughs> oh, showed no. where uh, Kevin lived, they they sort of they left the house, and then it was big wide angle, and the camera pans across the street, and ev- they are done deliberately. Obviously, every single car out parked outside all the houses is a Mark One Focus. Really? Yeah. 
I have never noticed that. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'd, I'd never noticed it before because you probably at the time thought probably had a little chuckle to yourself and that's it. But yeah, I, and it just yeah made me. Um, oh, made there me you think are. You see, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm so, have to, I might have to check that out now. That's oh, yeah. very good. That's very good. No, so that's uh, not only did I laugh at the silliness, um, mm, but that's beautiful. I laughed at the cars. They're, too. They're clearly all all listeners on that street, and they've uh, followed our advice to the letter. Uh, yes, somewhat retroactively, but they've done that nicely, really good. Well, right. I suspect some when we did the episode about the time machine, perhaps some oh. of our episodes have like fallen through some sort of temporal. Oh, yeah, that'll be it. Distortion. Marty and, and yeah. Doc are spreading the word back then, you see. This, that's what's happening there. Yeah, yes. okay, that's good. Yeah. But interestingly, off the back of that, I thought of another film where they place a certain amount of car repeatedly throughout. Hmm. Have you seen The World's End? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, firstly, you should. It's very funny. What? Annie's back. It's Thursday, and the bell end is outside. Our friend is back. There he goes. Goodness sake! That was it. Because last time, last week we recorded, it was a Wednesday. He wasn't there. It's Thursday. It's Thursday night. So he's he's clearly going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that was it. World's End. Um, (laughs) Yes. So not only is it a splendid film. Uh, nice Bond reference too. Pierce Brosnan's in it. Uh, I think I knew that. Yes. Uh, yeah, but well, it's something about um, the uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost films because previous to that, they Hot Fuzz, they had a bit of Timothy Dalton, didn't they? A bit of Mr. Dalton in there. Yes. Yes. Um, that wasn't what I was going for. But the cars, World's End, when they were back in their hometown, which all this story uh, sort of centers around it's basically they go back for a night out in their hometown to rekindle their youth right i won't say any more than that because it'll spoil it however all of the cars parked around their hometowns are um voxel amperas (laughs) wow that's really specific that's really specific yes and a car that well well it was a bit of a flop really well, yes, I was going to say it wasn't a massively successful vehicle. Wasn't it? Should have no. been. It should have. Yeah. Um, but yes, it I, should have been, and it promised a lot. Um, but hmm. I, yeah, I don't think people really went for it. No, I do worry though that it was probably not as publicised as it should have been as well. No, I don't think it was, and I think because they weren't sure at that point, it was quite early on, wasn't it? Yeah, because um, it's. I mean, just just to clarify, because it's the. Um, oh come on, brain! It's the Chevy Volt. Yeah, it basically. is under a different name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, the uh, the brain was trying to catch up there, but yeah, yes, um, that which has been a very successful vehicle. Yes. Yeah. Um, were they? They weren't sold here as Chevy Volts, were they? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I think we only had them as the Vauxhall Ampera. Didn't Johnny Smith have one? And he sold it to um, Richard Simons, the chap who sold my Tesla for me. We did, but 
Oh, do you reckon it was? Oh God, I do remember having it. I can't picture it because that that was a Volt. That was definitely not an Ampera. That was a Volt. That had a Chevrolet badge on it. Okay, but I don't know if he imported it. And that's what I'm thinking. Was it left hand yeah. drive? No, was... it wasn't left hand drive. Okay, then. Well, definitely then. wasn't left hand drive because Richard Simons has recently done a video on his YouTube channel about it. Uh, here we uh, go. He yeah. still got it. Oh, there we go. Johnny tweeted end of 2019. Completely unrelated, but there was a sentence in there where it starts as an ex UK Chevrolet Volt owner. Yeah. There you go. He's definitely. So, it was definitely a Chevy Volt and badged as a Chevy Volt. Okay, uh, so then yes, then certainly there were some here as Chevy Volt. I'm not aware they sold many because no. you you never see one. Never see one, and like I said, I don't think. I don't think I've ever seen an Ampera in person that I can think of anyway. No, not I don't think I have, although you would probably miss it. Well, you say that. I think they're quite... I quite like the look of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, so do I. I'm not saying it's... Yeah, I don't mean you'd miss I it because it's, cause it's crap. I think it's no, a Vauxhall. You just look at it and say, well, it's a Vauxhall. Um, Which is a shame because it does it does look nice. Massively successful in the US. Hmm. Interesting, that isn't it? Yeah. Weird. It is weird because that's not a EV, is it? It's a hybrid. Oh, I think so. I've. Uh, Whereas, yes, it's um, a range extender. I think is the way they call it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, that's view. right. The the internal combustion engine doesn't drive the wheels. It's used that's purely it. to charge the battery. Yes. That. That seems to be what it is. Yeah, okay, so it's right. an EV with an onboard generator. So yeah, it's a yeah. Okay, it's, it's right. a hybrid. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Don't get us started on Toyota again and their self-charging nonsense. Oh god, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Back, we're after going to put you back in your box. Because back in my box for that one. Yes, shit's going to kick off. <laughs> um, and we, it, oh dear. I mean, we do have time for that. I know we caveated and said no, we've be covered short. that before. Let's not. <laughs> Let's not start down that angry road. Again. We don't need stereotyping rants because you could do that one. I'll have an SUV one, and we'll just meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and that'll be another episode. And but everyone's heard it all before. So. Mm. Oh, they love it. They love it. They love it. Oh, they, they love tune us in and go. What's, what's yeah. Granddad ranting about today? Oh, yeah. oh dear. <laughs> so, yeah, there we true. go. So I have. I've just found some stills from World's End, and you're quite right. There are. Um, yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> mm. That must be the entire All UK allocation. Colors. Well, it must have been. Mm. Yeah. Because that, that didn't... It promised a lot, and it came out... Didn't it come out about the same time as some other, like the e-golf and you know other stuff like that, when the manufacturers were first... Starting to have a go at electric. Well, that was it. They were sort of all scrabbling, going, oh, God, Toyota been doing it while. Well, let's do something quick. Yeah, the Prius was everywhere. Mm. I think Tesla had started getting the Model S around the world. And that was when some of the manufacturers started to get a little bit concerned, I think, and they started to look yeah, into it. Right. Ford had a go at an electric focus, which was Awful. awful, I remember awful, that. Awful, awful, pathetic attempt. It really 
And it was, I mean, it was verging on milk float technology, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was and really crap. They filled the boot with batteries, so <laughs> it was. They built a focus without any of the practicality. <laughs> mm. None of the it had no range. Not it was really idea. slow. It was terrible. Yes. Yeah, no, uh, and they, they haven't continued that, of course, because they just abandoned it after that. Uh, thank um, goodness for that. And are now concentrating on uh, on transits instead, but um, which are much better. But yeah, yes. Um, uh, although you've got more to work with 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 that, haven't you? But yeah, yeah, um, they've got an easy base for that, and they. Yeah, but, um, but still, it, it, yeah. Having watched Johnny's video on that, I think. It makes sense to get a commercial vehicle with that sort of range and that sort of price point. They're bang on there. Oh, yeah, and I agree with him that that could be a massively important vehicle. Um, mm. Whoever can crack the configurable commercial vehicle market with electric is mm. going to hit it big. That's um, it. Because I've made an interesting observation the other day. When I did that airport run... Mm. Um, the low emission zone is now stretches as far as whatever junction it is for Heathrow. Mm. So, which is about junction four on the M4. Yeah, they're extending which, it out all the time. Which yeah. really isn't London. You're no. not there yet. No. But it's all the way out there. So, yeah. yes, we drove in in an estate car and collected them. Not a problem. Yeah. You drive in there in any van. Well, not any van. It's, it's probably uh, I'd imagine there's a wheelbase or a weight limit. I'm I'm generalising, but yeah, you, your average delivery driver, be it Amazon, DPD, whatever, drives in there. That's that's I think someone said about fifteen quid a go. Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? That's think, a lot. That's, yes. Yeah, that's a bit much. And as soon as you go, well, it goes your electric transit. Yeah, I have an you, electric one. Yeah. You can go and knock on. Buckingham Palace's door, and that's all free. Yeah, the cost savings, and I think some companies are beginning to cotton onto this. The cost savings are colossal mm. um, compared yeah, to now. The the van is expensive to buy, but they're not going to buy it, are they? They're going to lease it, they're or they're going to finance it. it. Yeah, it's um, going to it's going to just a nice little monthly on it. But you yeah. think, all right. Amazon have done this perfectly because all of our drivers around here they have to own their own vans. Yes, if you're an Amazon right. driver, it's not you're there. You make your money by dropping stuff off. Yeah, you're self-employed you, effectively. Yeah, essentially that's what's happening. Yeah. So, yeah, the old the old Bezos isn't daft. Um, oh no, no, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he's rich for one reason, one reason only. Yes. crafty little shit. Exactly um, that. Yes. Uh, but someone like DPD, who actually issue vans to their employees, think of yeah. that. God, blimey. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. <laughs> and you go, bro, it's not going to just be London. It's other cities as well, isn't it? Uh, if it's not, it soon will be. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It's, yeah. You've got, you're going to have to think about this sort of stuff, aren't you? I did read a thing last week. Uh, Royal Mail have ordered, I think, 3,500 mm. um, of the electric... Peugeot van, the one you were looking at recently. Oh, the e-partners? Yes, yep. those. They've ordered three and a half thousand of those for um, use for local deliveries. And that is perfect. It is brilliant. Absolutely perfect. Short journeys, start-stop all the time. It's, now, it's made for it. Now, 
do you think someone has done a shrewd business deal there or someone has been really dense and paid the biggest price they could for leasing all those vans? Uh, well, yeah, that's the question, isn't it? Um, oh, yeah. Because you could have there's some some deals to be done there, but you get the feeling that might be a boardroom going, oh, yeah, we'll just pay that colossal price. Um, if, if someone at Peugeot is smart, they oh, will have yeah. approached them. Because if you can get Royal mm. Mail, that's a hell of a contract. Yeah, it is. And you like get you them say, started on that. You give, give them a taste for the savings they can make. Tis perfection, you... like you say that. Is that... Yeah. Last, what do they call it? Last mile delivery or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all of that, up and down housing estates all day, start, stop. Um, oh, I mean, diesels hate that. Oh, uh, which is why the state of the Royal Mail fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they look. They look like they should all be part of some reconstruction on Crime Watch. They look oh, that ropey. They are hanging. Mm. They really are. They good. sound terrible. They stink. Electric. It's made for it. It Absolutely is. made for it. Mm. They should all be electric. So I was very pleased. To, I mean, obviously, countrywide, three and a half thousand pounds is nothing. But it's a um, start. Isn't it? It's a start, isn't it? They're at least thinking about it. Yeah, and yeah. I think so once they get a taste for the cost saving, not mm. just in fuel but maintenance on those things, because oh, they yeah, are yeah. they are not being driven, you know. That's it, and you think as well because if you have got diesel vans, uh, commercial vehicles are taxed differently. So yes, the the well uh, as well as we know, we got a diesel van on the driveway, and you go, well, all right, it's quite a modern one, so it's not utterly ruinous, but it still costs money. It's newer than most of the Royal Mail vans that are not uh, by some stretch. But yeah, by you think some stretch, we've, yes. we've got one on the driveway and we accept and we pay the tax for it. But if you've got yes. a fleet of them, my goodness me, that's a big number. Yeah, it is a big number. Yeah. And it, I think we're, we are at or very close to that tipping point where it becomes a no brainer that you just have to do it because it's just going to get so expensive to continue to running a fleet of diesels. Yep, that's um, it. It's now time for Postman Pat to join the revolution. Well, there you go. Yep, so that's good. So that um, was good to, um, yeah, it was good to see. But, oh, that's um, good. So we've, oh, yeah. we are, but it's nothing but sensible consumer advice and jibber jabber. Oh, well, right, what on earth is this? How the hell did that happen? Right, okay. <laughs> let's, let's drag it back to the crap we talk about them. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been trying to be good and and just have a have a wander after work just to clear your head after dealing with just carnage days. That's very sensible. That's yeah. very sensible. Yeah. That's it. So no, I'll I'll go I'll go for a wander. I'll stick a podcast or an audio book in the ear or something just to hmm. forget about the world for just a moment. Um, wise man, wise man. But I've been wondering about uh, and, to, and like we were doing when it was lockdown strolls. You observe. Um, mm, yeah, I did a lot of walking during lockdown. Yeah, and I tell you what's really apparent: you walk past a household and they've crammed all their cars onto the driveway. <laughs> you do see that, yes. But I tell you what: brand loyalty among a household is a very common thing. Yeah, this is interesting, isn't it? This mm. is really interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's some that I saw that was. Crammed full of Audis, no, no older than two years. You're like, 
What on earth are you doing with your money, you silly, silly people? The finance companies like them, don't they? My goodness yes. me. Having another one, are you, sir? Lovely. Oh, lovely. Oh, one for the <laughs> wife, sir. Excellent choice. Certainly only another 600 a month. There yeah. you go. Unbelievable. <laughs> but, yeah, and it's just weird, isn't it? It is. Um, but you're right. You do, you do sometimes see that. You also sometimes see the opposite, where you cannot work out what's going on there at all. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I know what you mean. There's what there is one particular house around here which is utterly random. Uh, I'll I'll give you a a quick rundown. Um, they've got uh, a Mark IV Golf. Okay. They've got a Mercedes SLK. Mm. They've got what on earth was it? Uh, oh, the per- Peugeot 106. Mm-hmm. And possibly the only one in the country, I've not looked it up, uh, Subaru Justy. Wow. Where did that come from? Yeah. All on the one driveway. It's truth. There's a lot going on there, isn't there? Yeah. And you're like, well, that's, that's going to need uh, several conversations to get to the bottom of that one. Uh, you'd need to do, you'd need to line up interviews there to, to figure out what, what had happened there. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But then, then I said, then you go back along the street and you go, but you got the Audi house, the Peugeot house. Uh, what we got, there's, oh, there's the several VW houses. This, oh my goodness me. VW houses are quite common. I don't know if it's this area in particular being sort of popular for, for the surfists, but, um, yeah, but all the VW houses around here are just diesel toss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, granted. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And it um, certainly isn't the uh, the service you get from the dealer around here. Oh, God, no. Oh, awful. No, oh, we've not got a good one. No, no, no. No, no. 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 Total arseheads. Yeah, yes. so I'm not going to name them, but uh, a quick Google will tell you. Those who know... No, the Renault dealer is not much better. Um, I've never had dealings with them, which is. Uh, so um, uh, I'm probably going to keep it that way, if I'm honest. Yeah, our dealings with them were not positive. There's some. Um, I'm trying to think of the, some of the houses around here. There's one who's a very close neighbour, actually, just at the other end of the road. They mm. are clearly big JLR fans. I must admit, <laughs> I'm a little bit jealous of their driveway. Because oh, they've then. got. They've got a Discovery Sport, and this, I'm not jealous of that. No, 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 no. The one I do rather fancy, and I did almost buy one of these, but bought the Model S instead. They've got a Jag XES, which is okay. the 3-litre V6. Mm. Um, nice. It... Um, this was the first time I was looking at a Tesla... And I eventually then bought the XF, which actually has the same engine. Oh, That's also you, the, oh, oh, the you three liter V six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bought, you... I bought the XF Sport Brake with the three liter V six twin turbo. You did that correctly. Well done. But I was thank you. But I was looking at XEs as well, mm-hmm. and we drove both at the Jag dealer. And once I'd driven the two, the XF Sport Brake 
was that was the one. That was the one. Once I'd parked my rear end in the XE, I no, it's the XF. <laughs> That's right, the one okay. I want. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, fair. Um, that's fair. But it's the same engine. So they've got, um, yeah, Discovery Sport and XES. Um, so they're obviously JLR fans. Mm. Oh, they're, they're, what they're after then, when they go out to buy a car, they go, cool, oh, what should we go and buy? Something reliable. That's what we'll buy. That's what they've been thinking there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Excellent choices. Excellent it's, choices. But, I'll, tell you, mm. I'll tell you what then. While we're on this theme of people nearby and their cars and what's on their driveway and such like. We've been experiencing what I can only describe as passive-aggressive on-road parking. Okay. Right. Which is interesting. Have you had a spot of bother? No, no, it's just there's been no actual... Altercations. That's like I said, it is passive aggressive. But on their part, I couldn't give a toss. No. Well, you've um, got a driveway. We do. Um, obviously, we've got, we have the three vehicles now. Yes. Uh, two of which are on the driveway, one of which is on the road. Okay. So, not, not really an issue. Mm-hmm. And I just, I've just been abandoning my Volvo in the same place. It's, Parked against the curb on the opposite side of the road to where we live, just yep. to re- it's just to con- keep the flow of traffic consistent because everyone else is parking on that side of the road as well. So, well, uh, fair enough. Yeah, it's good that you good that you've thought of that. A lot of people don't continue the theme rather than create a slalom. Yes. However, <laughs> the the neighbour opposite now has been a two car family. Mm-hmm. Now they're a three car family. Okay. I haven't quite figured out why yet because there's only two people in that house able to drive, but they've got the three vehicles now. Well, same is true of your household, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, but there is one vehicle that's quite different. The van is yeah, true. Four. I know. Yes, I know. But all of theirs are passenger vehicles. <laughs> okay. So that's the bit that's a bit odd. And you go, well, fair enough. If you want another car, have another car. Yeah. Showing off with your frivolous funds. Yes. Um, However, this parking space now where I've been leaving the Volvo, he wants it and he wants it hard. Pardon the phrase. Um, Does he now? So to the point where I was out one day and he parked his car. Fair enough. And I just parked further down the road. Don't care. Yeah, whoever gets there first is public road. So, yeah. And my car has remained down the end of the road now. Yeah, well, you don't move it a lot, do you? I don't move it a lot. And when I do, I put it back down the end of the road. Okay. So none of the passive aggressiveness is on my part here. I'm just trying no, no. to convey that. I haven't tried to nab this space back. But what no. I have observed every morning for over a week now since their new vehicle has arrived, when they want to take the car that's on the road, another one is brought out from the driveway, positioned oh. directly behind it. Oh, and a, when one leaves, the other one is slid into place in unison. Oh, they're one of those. Yes, I have run across similar situations. I just look out the window with utter, utter envy of going, I wish my life was as vacant as yours. Yes, uh, yes, absolutely. That's the thing, isn't it? Mm. Like, clearly, if that is the biggest thing you've got to worry about, 
Yeah. I just thought, what is this nonsense? It's just, it's a parking space for the love of God. Yeah, well, actually, it's not. It's a public well, road. It's not. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's curbside. What on earth is happening here? Why, why have we ended up at this point? Yeah, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? It's a bit sad when that sort of thing happens, but it does happen. It does, and it's just very, that's it. You can sort of see him having a little shifty look, and you're like, no one cares. No, no one's out there to steal your space. No. You just, just, well, why would you care? I mean, I don't. I don't know. Understand, do you have to park right in front of your house? Well, I mean. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Don't get I that. D- Maybe I'll, maybe that maybe that's a listener question. Going, are you fastidious about where you park your car? Well, when you're at home, I am quite fastidious when I'm out and about where I park it. I'm quite choosy in a car park. I have yeah. to say, uh, although so, when I had the Model S, that was kind of necessity because it didn't fit in. All oh the yeah, it did. <laughs> that's which is a problem because all the spaces are the same size around here. So yes, and they're not Model S sized. I can Ooh, no, no, no. absolutely testify to that. No, but I know what you mean. If it's a supermarket trip, you'll go, I'll tell you what, I'll walk further and have a quieter parking spot. I, we went We went in a multi-storey for the first time in years this week. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, you're quite, in a, quite an experience, you, that was. You're in the car for it, though, which is... Oh, that was... You, well, you say that. Oh, go on, then. Because these places are now full of SUVs, Mm. SUVs badly parked, even uh. wedging the Puma into available spaces was a little bit of a challenge. I see. Is it even one of the, when you say challenges? It's so much so you'd ask the passenger to get out before. Well, we did have that issue because we we got up. We we it, it was during the really really hot weather, so we did not want to park on the top deck in the sun. That's fair. We were, Quite happy to be inside. Yeah, definitely. Oftentimes, in the past, I would go straight up to the top deck because most people won't, and it's often quieter. And you'll get get a better space. Oh, and when you were full smug mode engaged, you go, well, I'm on the way back to the car now. I'm just going to pre-chill that. It was less of an issue with the Model S, I grant you. You were less at the whims of the weather. Yes, Hop on the app and um, do it. But even in years gone by with Jags and Minis and things, I, yes. I quite often would just go straight up to the top deck because then you, there's no messing. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that because you just yeah. go, well, it's going to be quiet up there because people are, even though they're operating a vehicle and not having to expend much energy, <laughs> I can't be asked to drive to the top level. That's right. And they can't. And invariably, the top level. Um, is quieter, so normally I just go straight. But as I say, uh, there were two. One, it was baking hot, so we didn't want to leave the car outside for that would have several been hours. Hideous to get back to. Oh god, leather interior as well. We wouldn't have been able to get in it. Oh, and that metal gear. Norm. Oh, that's I mean, it. You, you'd have needed a trip to hospital after changing. Oh gear yeah, that. that's it. You're, you're going to put it. You're going to select a gear, and that's the one you're going home in. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in first. All the way, because <laughs> I'm not touching that again. Nope. <laughs> I have not brought my asbestos gloves. Um, oh, God. Oh, so... God, I'm sure I've heard these phrases before. Um... <laughs> Leave it. So yeah. uh, there was that, but also, and this is a, a, a nice aside that links us in a little bit to our previous uh, conversation there, mm. is that uh, the top deck of this particular uh, multi-story 
there's been a canopy constructed over the whole lot, which is covered in solar panels, and every space has a pod point charger. So oh. the top deck is completely given over to EV charging. Is this... Is Oh, my God, are we going to go talk about bloody multi-stories? Uh, is this the one that's... Uh, you started just talking about parking. We did. <laughs> is this the one in Exeter that's con- connected via the sort of over-the-road walkway into Primark? No, it's the next one down. Right, next one. That, right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's I know. next to that one. It's the right. slightly. Oh, I don't know if it's smaller in terms of spaces. It looks smaller. Um, oh, I know the one. Yep. But it's that one. Anyway, um, they're they're right next to each other. They're only separated by a road. So mm. they're. Yeah. Oh, I know. oh, you know exactly where you anyway, are. Anyway, so yeah, so we were in there. We got up onto the second level and spotted a space next to some enormous thing i think it might have been a mercedes but i'm not sure um and we got in the space and then thought uh oh well i can climb over i can get out on your side that's all right it's you know i can't it's It's... crazy isn't it that that you have to factor that in we're in the puma not a big Um, car but then as luck would have it on the other side of the row we were on, hmm. there was an end space which was next to the paying machine. Yep. And it was a little bit wider. And just yeah. after we'd got ourselves wedged into this, what <laughs> had been made a tiny space by this badly parked Mercedes, um, a Range Rover pulled out of this wider space. And we thought, well, there's no one coming. Mm. Should we just we're having it? it. Yeah. <laughs> We did. We parked the smallest car in the widest space. Well, you've I'm got sure to... everybody hated us, but we were able to open the doors. Yeah, but you've got to factor in a car park ding. Well, you do. And, of course, that being a three-door car, it has a longer doors. Ah, so you need more space. That's why I don't like three-door cars, generally. But, um, but then I tend to buy estates or saloons and things like mm. that. So... I know what you mean. We have that issue with because the minis park down the side of the house on the skid yeah. bit of the drive, which longer doors. It does make a difference. It does it's... make it harder to get. If it was a five door car, it would be easier to get in and out of. In yeah, a tight space. it's not. It's not ideal. There's a couple of times where I've just gone. Probably just get out of the boot, really. Well, of course, when I had my mini, I used to put it in the garage, so it was it. You know, but that was a lot thinner in those days, so. Minis or you? Both. <laughs> um, oh, both. I don't think I've I've had I've had a garage at my past two homes. I've never parked a car in it. I have had a garage at our last two homes. I've never parked a car in it. But the house I had, the last house I had on, well, the only house I ever had on my own, um, I used to put the car in a garage. Um, but it was the mini, so it was easy. Mm. Um, once I bought the X-Type, uh, which was the tail end of living in that property, um, yeah, not a chance. <laughs> but the Mini used to go in quite quite all right. Um, okay. okay. But, um, yeah, so a bit of multi-story action there. It's just the, it's the first time I've been in a multi-story for a long time. Well, uh, we don't go anywhere, do we? We don't go anywhere, and I would avoid them with less because I just, it, wasn't, it wouldn't fit. Just... No, I, I, I know, but we've managed to really just hammer home these 
nothing but interesting topics tonight. But oh, it, right on it, yeah. Like, the worst multi-story I went in was <laughs> Heathrow. Oh God, <laughs> that was it was massive but tiny at the same time. Yeah, I know what you and, mean. I think I've been in that one long time was, ago. It was the one at Terminal Three, and I was in a Volvo V90. <laughs> Oh, that's the car for it. My goodness me, that didn't fit in the bit that you were meant to drive along, let alone the space. Let alone the space. (laughs) Oh, dear. Honestly, that's not going to work. That was tight. Yes. They are, though, aren't they? And sometimes it's not always badly parking because the the concrete pillars are right up to the line. Mm. So you've got no room, and sometimes there'll be railings and all sorts. But, of course... With the atrocious level of parking ability that we have these days. Yeah. And um, there, there's not as, one of them on straight. And with a multi story like that, with everyone packed so tightly in, there's, there's absolutely no quiet spots. No. You can go up and down the levels willy nilly, there it is rammed. Yeah, constantly. No, no yeah. matter what time of day. No, it never stops. Never stops. Uh, no. Yeah, that was that was thoroughly unpleasant. That was. I yeah, just... absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, don't do that. I recommend against that. When you go, take take a motorbike when you go there. It might be a bit That's... tricky for the suitcases. I was going to but... say, you're doing if you're doing a run to pick someone up, that might be um, you might have a tr- need to tow a trailer or something. Well, but, they should yeah. just be grateful you're there to pick them up. Yeah, so... there is that. <laughs> It's their own lookout if they're asking you to do it, to be honest. Well, he's asked several times now, so there we go. We've, he's, he's had good service. Yeah. yeah, but there we go. That's non-stop interesting. We'll promise next week to not talk about all of our parking exploits or preferences. Or maybe we'll cover it in even more detail. Oh, mm. God. Oh, God. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening.